0: at breakfast right here on SAFM nine minutes after nine and this is the, my most favorite part of the, the show where we talk everything arts everything musical uh, from writing if you're a poet this is quite an exciting moment for the love of art so this morning we highlight the love of art and feature female voices that are making their own mark in this space a creative director a poet and a performing artist and I've got uh, three guests in the studio. Um, I've got Mpumi. Good to have you on SAFM. Mpumi. Good
1: morning. Thank
2: you for having me.
0: And I also have uh, Pillile, Good to have you on good SAFM. Good morning.
2: It's good to be here. Thank you.
0: And Lugi, I, I, you know, Lugi, you're going to confuse me with cook Sister. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Cooksister?
3: Cook sister? yes. Cook That's sister. what I go by.
0: Yeah. Mm. Good to have you on SAFM. Thank you so much. Ladies, nice. thank you so much for making time. So today, I understand that from 12, um, we there's uh, you've got an event going on. I'm coming to you, Mpumi. I suppose you can give me some insight. Spill the beans.
1: Um, yes. So at 12 p.m. today, we will be opening the doors to Ode to the Woman, um, which is basically us world-making um, and us creating an ideal world and bringing it to life. So it's going to be an art exhibition. The name of the exhibition is called Rites of Passage. And then we're also going to have a market that's going to be an all-women market. Uh, We are aiming to have entrepreneurs that make their own products um, so people can kind of go in there um, and see what women are making. And then we're also going to have our stage where the soiree is going to be, where we'll have all-women DJs. Um, Pedita will be giving us a poetry piece. And then Cook Sister is going to be our headliner and um, getting us to levitate this afternoon.
0: And just to let you know, um, if you've just joined us on SAFM and uh, engaging in quite an interesting conversation, i um, speaking right now, I'm speaking to um, Pumi Yisa, curator, photographer, founder, creative director of Among the Lilies and Jobek based uh, photographer, very, you know, she's, she's an amazing writer. Restless adventurer. I can see that. You do look like an adventurer.
2: I can confirm that that's true. <laughs> no, she issue. looks it. Yes. She looks it.
0: She really does look it. And uh, just played your song, uh, Feel a La. Feels like. Is it feels like? Feels like, yeah. It just feels like. Feels like, yes. Very soothing
1: very very soothing very very soothing so fila is actually a south african artist uh, she's performed at among the lilies before uh, and i just love her music love her practice um and i wanted to just share i think that's one of my favorite songs
0: and let's let's look at your the way you started in the arts you're such a yeah when we say adventurer yeah paint a picture
1: Okay, so I think I do want to clarify that I am a retired photographer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who retires as a photographer?
1: <laughs> Just as a professional, but I still capture life. Um, so the I think I used to I started off in the art scene as a photographer for an online magazine back back in the day. Um, and, uh, that's how I actually came up with Among the Lilies because I used to be an events photographer and I used to go around the city literally every weekend on weekdays and I'd capture events, um, and go to different spaces. Um, and then as I was doing this, I realized that, wait, um, if I didn't have to go to work, um, and be a photographer at an event, there was no event that I wanted to go to specifically. Um, and I found that to be quite unfair because I was just like, oh my God, like you've been to literally every. And when you have a choice, you don't feel moved by anything, Um, which is when I decided to, you know, um, start among the lilies and basically create, I think, events that I was aching to experience. And so, yeah, this is where we are. Um, And I, I of course, have other expressions, uh, creative expressions, I'm also a poet. Um, I have been working on my book for many, many years, um, and it seems to not want to be finished, but we will finish it one day. Um, and what else? I think today I just want to talk about <laughs> mostly just like Among the Lilies, um, an ode to the woman. And I just like for me, I think this is the like my 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 way I am expressing my art um, and my creativity right now. I think there's so many things that we've shared online um And we'll be sharing today but like when you come to the event there's some things that i don't want to talk about because i want people to be surprised um i want people to yeah just come anticipating um me sharing my creativity with everyone else um and I just want people to know that this will be centered around them. Um, I felt like in Joburg most of the time, events will be like come, there'll be a nice lineup and there'll be food and there'll be drinks. Um, But the person doesn't feel like they've been centered um, or engaged in any way. And I think I, my creative output right now through Among the Lilies, um, is just making sure that people come and they feel fully engaged and they feel like even though they've never met me, um, that they can feel me and my team Mm -hmm. um, and the love that we have for the people when we're curating this experience
0: just out of curiosity why lilies the lilies <laughs> could be the roses <laughs>
1: because lilies flower open so when you buy a lily um it's mostly you'll find it closed right and most of the time you won't even know what color it is you'll just see the gra- the green that's outside and then when you keep the lily for about two weeks then you really see it like kind of like flower open and you see the flower whether whether it's pink and white or green and white and then there's also the little sprouting things so like lilies just have lots of life and i believe that like human beings and the people that come to among the lilies i do believe that you Human beings are flowers um and that we've been planted on this planet i think we see the other flowers and we're like oh my god so pretty but i do think that we are flowers um and we're kind of like born closed off and then as your life begins and it starts to happen you kind of flower open and you discover your own colors and you discover you know your own fragrance and you discover everything there is like when a lily opens up there's so much to discover and i think as human beings we are flowers and lilies and like the minute you give us time or the sun um or some water or some nourishment and we flower open you really just yeah you just see so
0: much fascinating stuff so i'm coming to you uh a copywriter, as a creative story offerer, namely as a copywriter and a poet, writing has been an urgent passion of yours for a a long time, yeah? It has. And I think before we engage into your conversation, I think let's take a, you have a song. I do. What's your song?
2: The song is Holy Room by uh, Somi and I, I think it really just encapsulates the feelings that rest in my heart this morning. Um, Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, so let's get really to the songs song. and when we get back, we'll chat to uh, Pilile. Quite appropriate, isn't it? Holy. And it's a Sunday, feeling really holy. And um, this is A Choice by Pili Lenkabinde and a copywriter who is part of the Umuzi Poetry Club, uh, book club, art club, yoga club, and a po- a podcast crew. And with all the activities on her plate, she manages to run a successful writing blog on WordPress. So why holy? Holy room. Also, the room I well our studio is holy, I suppose. Yes, <laughs> For now. yes, it is now. Yeah. It is now. <laughs> so you, I know you did explain to me that you do like the song and and your reasons be like um uh, the, your reasons behind liking the song. Mm-hmm. And you've also done quite a a number of numerous work. What else have you What else have you been engaging in?
2: Yes. Um. So Umuzi was quite. Uh, uh, a long time ago, um, in my career, it really was the stepping stone for my creativity. Uh, but now, I, I find myself in a an, a very experimental and explorative um, stage of playing with poetry and indigenous sound, um, jazzy sounds if it's if it's a good kind of day. Um, but yeah, just playing around with poetry, um, specifically with regards to just the concept of of breathing, being, and believing. Uh, in relation to the human experience, and so my poems uh, attempt to express just that expressionistic kind of internal world that we that we all are a part of.
0: Mm. And and you know, in your craft, what have been the challenges that you've faced?
2: Mm. The challenges uh, they they are many. There are many. Um, I would say that the ones that come to mind immediately are the internal ones. Um, even the poems themselves, I think it's only once I overcome or, or at least clarify what the challenges are within that the poems are able to come out. Um, so challenges would be um, breathing first and foremost. Um, I, I struggle with anxiety from time to time, seasonal anxiety. And so uh, I struggle with just breathing uh, deeply and truthfully and meaningfully um, so whenever I, I notice my breathing to be very shallow or very distant um, I'm able to remind myself to come back into breath um, through breath work and meditation um, and just acknowledge the fact that I am here breathing and I am indeed a lily who has her own presence um, and fragrance as well. just
0: give me a little bit just a snippet of your work
2: Ooh, okay. a snippet off
0: the cuff. Anything.
2: Sure. Okay. I, ca- I can give a tease. Um, so there will be a poem that I'll be performing later on today at Among the Lilies um, at 3 p.m. And this piece is, is titled Bones, Breath and Blessings Must Meet. Um, and it explores just the three entities of past, uh, present and future being bones, breath and blessings. Um, and a little little taste of, of the poetic melody. Uh, would go as follows. Um, hmm. Blessings. Release and make space. We are here to retrace. In a body that offers you daily breath with grace, there is always room for depths of death. When a thing dies, it bleeds, then dries itself into a burgundy shade of established cries and this is where we rise this is why we breed new life
0: wow wow and um some of your exciting work what would you say Have you know out of the work that you've done Mm -hmm. whenever you think about that piece of work you get excited, exhilarated?
2: Mm. It really would be this one. It would be Bones, Breath and Blessings because it was recently turned into a song. Uh, and so there, there are a bit of vocals in there. Uh, Muntati Masibe plays the piano as well. Uh, Concord and Gabinde produced it. And so it's just this jazzy, um, little sensual kind of um, poem that has found its its way into being a song, um, which will be played and performed today.
0: And the future, what are we looking at?
2: Ooh, in the future, we're looking at a, a published collection of poems um, as well as just, I guess, spreading my wings in the performance art space. Um, I'm still exploring what that means to me, um, but I've, I've just really enjoyed performing um, in intimate spaces and others as well, and also just hosting um, meditation circles where we just call presence into the room and honor however we're all showing up in those moments
0: interesting. That's Pili Lenkabinde, poet, copywriter, and she is with me in the studio, and of course, we are exploring For the Love of Art. I also do have, well, there are three guests that are with me in the studio, and we're just going to have a nice dialogue, and just getting to find out, you know, their work, what they're into, and of course, events that are taking place. We spoke to Mpumi earlier on, that's Mpumi Maisa. And also in the studio, I do have Cook's sister, singer. Poet, performing artist, and she's a Johannesburg uh, born, New York raised, London based, interdisciplinary artist and songwriter. And your voice straddles multiple electronic genres, transcending time, space. Yo, so when you, <laughs> when you take New York, then you take London, then you take Johannesburg,
3: Whew. you get Cook Sister. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And you you are into music.
3: Yes, very much.
0: And before I engage in your conversation, your favorite song that we can play?
3: It is There's Music in the Air by Mamlatambulou.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna start we're going to start with um higher. Mm. And then we'll do Mum Miriam. Okay, you're going to start
3: with my song. Yes, with your song. <laughs> That's ideal too. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll get into
0: Mum Miriam a bit later on. But why Mum Miriam?
3: Mum Letta. Mum sorry.
0: Moul. Yes. Okay.
3: Um, she's just always been a big idol for me. And I think in some ways she's been underrated in the ways that I feel. But has been at the, at the center of South Africa's jazz industry and our vocalists. Um, she had a an international career um, but has always kind of been rooted and I think that there's something about her career that I've always had an affinity towards. And okay. um, The song specifically to me it, it means everything because music means everything.
0: Okay. And for now we're going to play Haya when we after Haya we'll find out more on the other side.
3: Haya's my song guys by the way.
0: <laughs> That's Cook's sister Haya on SAFM. On Jet Set Breakfast, she combines, you, you combine celestial harmonic vocals, you know. And I was just picturing, this is what I was picturing as the song was playing. I don't know, I could see the hues of blue Ooh. for some bizarre reason. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my imagination, you know, <laughs> riding with me so far. So let's talk about your music. How? What, what, what would you call your genre of music?
3: Um, I think genre is the one thing I've... I used to say struggled with but i i just don't think that there is one okay. um i think the most consistent thing though in the in the music that i've made is that it's always kind of had an electronic soundscape um and it's always felt quite um, celestial as you said it's always felt quite divine um and and harmonic mm-hmm. um but i i really enjoy making electronic music I learned or I taught myself to sing um, modeling after jazz vocalists and R&B vocalists um, and some gospel vocalists, but I'm mostly in electronic music.
0: And when did you realize you had, you had the gift? Or is it something that you were born with or is it something that developed over a period of time?
3: I mean, I, I think as human beings, we're all born with a something, an essence, um, but I think I always knew that I wanted to sing. And I know it sounds cliche, you know, when you ask singers, like, when did you first start singing? I'm like, oh, I've been singing since, since. Um, but the first time I knew I could sing, I was about six years old. I had just gotten to grade one, and there were choir tryouts, and I could sing really, really high for some reason. And uh, the choir inductor was just like, wow, okay, well, you need to be in the choir. I don't know where she heard me singing. Um, but, yeah, from then... I pretty much never looked back. I just knew that whatever I'd be doing, I'd be singing. Mm.
0: And coming back to your song, Higher. Yes. When you were sitting and and putting it together, what was going through your mind?
3: Um, so this the thing about a gift, right? I think this is also from an ancestral realm. I my best work never is thought about too much. Um, and I had quite a a serendipitous encounter in finding my producer. His name is Rendition, and he's from Swaziland. He produced that, um, that soundscape. Um, and we had been trying to make music for a while, and lockdown kind of got in the way of that. And then he randomly sent me this, this beat when I moved to London. Um, and it felt a lot like a restless heartbeat. And it, at that time, it was how I was feeling, quite unsure and suspended about my life. Um, and I just played it over and over again. And for me, it felt a bit like, a, you know, there's somewhere you need to go. And I, I think the only place you can go is higher and higher and like not having limits on where I want to take my voice. Mm. And mm. You, you've you
0: been abroad, right? I mean, you've been in, in, in New York yeah. where you as, as a baby or as a grown adult.
3: So I grew up in Joburg. Um, born and raised. My family's been here since the late 1800s um, and then I moved from Joburg when I was about 13 to New York. My mom got a work opportunity there and I spent pretty much all my formative years there. I moved back to Johannesburg when I was about 24 um, and then spent seven years back here and then now have spent the last two years in London.
0: And how was that in London?
3: I think London has probably been the key to me re-finding myself. Um, I had a bit of a, you know, a hiatus, a self-imposed hiatus. Um, I had my son and, you know, things were a bit of a whirlwind. But London has been at the centre of, of my of my current artistry now. Um, and I think I just don't know what my life would be if I hadn't moved there. And what, what do you love
0: the most in your music?
3: What do I love the most in my music? I've never mm. actually been asked this question before. Um, I think, you know, I guess as a gifted child, one of the things I struggle with a lot is, is, is existentialism, like questioning what I'm doing here. Um, waking up every day trying to find something interesting enough um to be alive for and I know that sounds so dark and like, you know, destitute and Scorpio like, but um I, I have this question a lot. And the only time I don't have it is when I'm singing. You know, and so for me that says to me like my essence is my voice and when, when I'm singing, I don't I don't even feel like, okay, I'm a human. I don't feel like oh you know, I need to keep breathing or anything because singing is breathing. It yeah. just—it's just I'm here, and it makes sense. Mm. So, m- music really—it's like my lifeline in a sense. Mm. And exciting <coughs> moments, uh, maybe exciting performances. Have you had any? I've had a lot in the last two years, and I think that's—that's that's what England, uh, London has given me. Um, I met. My collaborator, her name is J.J. Sharice, well her name is Sharice, but she goes by Sharice C. She's a DJ and we're very close and we have uh, a collective, we perform together and we've been performing in some huge art institutions in London. The the Victoria and Albert Museum, we performed at the Tate Museum, we've performed at Fabric, like huge electronic music um, industry, you know, stalwarts and... There's just a lot that's been going on and I'm looking forward to what else there is to mm. come. You know, we did a boiler room together, which is quite huge. in I guess electronic music scene. Mm. Just to, to let our
0: listeners know that um, you, this is SAFM, just at breakfast. And I do have my three guests on our segment for the love of art i've just been talking to cook sister she's a singer she's a poet performing artist as well as pili Lenkabinde, poet copywriter and also i just spoke to mpumi earlier on mpumi mayisa curator photographer founder and creative director of um, among the lilies and we're just having a nice dialogue so if if you'd like to engage uh, join the conversation. That's 0614-104-107. 614 104 Maybe ask questions. Maybe, I don't know, share some insight. Maybe you're an aspiring artist and you are in the closet and you'd like to come out of the closet and do something with your work. Look, you never know. You never know where advice comes from. Join us in the conversation. When we get back, we continue jetset breakfast join the conversation on safm and i have my guests on our segment for the love of art and i have um pumi maisa curator photographer founder and creative director of among the lilies uh, i've also got uh, pili Kabinde, poet copywriter and i also have um our other guest um, cook's sister um in the studio singer a poet and performing artist welcome back ladies welcome back thank you okay. thank you i'm um, um, coming back to you pumi so in in you know when we when we when you're a, an artist what what would you consider to be ideal let's say if you were given an opportunity to say you know what for an artist idealistically, I would like to make money this way and I'd like to have this lifestyle. What would you find to be an ideal way of doing your craft and making a living out of it? That's actually an interesting question
1: because I was having a conversation with a friend of mine um, like a week ago, right? Um, and I believe that sometimes we bump into perfect strangers and I was having a conversation about bumping into what I feel was a perfect stranger. So as you can see, I think when you look at me, you were like, I can see you're an adventurer. So I was at a printing shop. I walk in, there's a man who's there and he's like, what do you do? So then I'm like, you know, I tell him what I'm doing, what I do for work. And then he says, no you're an artist, what do you do, you know? And then I say, I'm a writer, you know, and I'm a poet, I write, and I, you know, and I write poetry, and then he asks me, and he's like, why didn't you lead with those things? So I was like, because I don't make money, you know, um, that sustains me out of those things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he gave me, you know, and then he was like, oh, okay, so does this mean that you've stopped writing? And I was like, yes, I actually fell out of love um, with my passion and with writing, because I think I was putting so much pressure on it to sustain me, um, I worked in an agency. I was I was working for a marketing agency, and when I left the marketing agency, I really was so sure that I was going to be a writer, and I was applying for all the residencies around the world. And so when that didn't happen, I kind of you know went back into the workforce, uh, but in a creative way. I'm a freelancer now, um, and then I you know I just stopped writing because I was just like I've been doing you for years, and you know and you're not you're not pouring back into me. And so this man looked at me and he was like, you know what, like the advice that I'm going to give you um, is that express your creativity, you know, and don't put any kind of pressure on it, you know, like don't express your creativity so it can give you something, express your creativity because it is your divine responsibility. It's been given to you and you just have to deliver it um and so i think that's the thing like i think we are it is like in an ideal world i'd love to say you know sit down and write and make all the money but like we're also living in a time where you can be dexterous you know you don't have to be just an artist you can be an artist and you can teach english online you can be an artist and you can be a photographer like an event photographer um that does that. You can be an artist, and you can be—I uh, don't know. Like, there's just—I do think that you have to be realistic. Um, you either don't have to be realistic. I think, like with musicians, for example, I do think that you can just, you know, take the plunge and just be like, "I'm going to do this full time, and I'm going to exert my energy into it." But, like I said, I do think that it's very unfair for us to put pressure on our gifts uh, to financially sustain us in this world. And I, yeah, I'd advise everyone to kind of like find a way to to be be able to do what you do and then look at your other skills because you can be really good at writing but you can also have really hard skills you know that you can like you know use in the industry but like and also in the same breath among the Lilies has been that space for me, right? Because I understand how tough it is uh, to be in the industry that, and, and be trying to make it as an artist. And especially when we're talking about alternative artists because we, you know, we zone into that space. Um, Cook's sister just mentioned, you know, just the spaces that she performed in when she was in the UK. Uh, whereas in South Africa, she's been home for months and, you know, there hasn't been that kind of reception. And so Among the Lilies really is that space where you'll discover someone that's amazing and magical um and so this has also been an art form for me right where you can be like okay cool i'm a poet and an artist but i can see that in the joburg space there isn't any space that really gives artists an, uh, an opportunity to be this and this is why i've turned that into a business so among the lilies is now a business um i have a business partner who is more stronger on the logistical side so i'm the creative director and then cd really just comes in on the infrastructure side so also as an artist know your strengths and your weaknesses don't want to do everything because sometimes Sometimes you want to do that. So in the past year, I've given away some shares of my own business um, to bring another woman in who has, who's strong in the areas that, you know, I feel that I lack. And that's why today we're going to open the doors to something that I have, I wouldn't have been able to produce on my own. So definitely collaboration, um, definitely relying on your other skills, but sometimes you really just have to take the deep dive and say, this is my gift. This is going to sustain me and I'm going for it. and the universe will take care of you.
3: Mm,
0: interesting. 10 minutes just before 10, top of the hour, we'll be having the news. And, of course, Jet Set Breakfast will be. We'll have to say goodbye. But we're still here. And I still uh, have uh, uh, Pili Linkabindi that I want to chat to, Cook's sister that I have to talk to. And, of course, coming back, to Mpumi she'll give all the details about the event when we get back. The Jet Set Breakfast on SAFM. Destination unknown. And yes, I do have my three guests in the studio for The Love of Art. Uh, I was just talking to Mpumi and of course she was giving me her understanding of, you know, enjoying your craft and making money. And um, let me come to you, Pililinka Kabinde, poet, copywriter, and a whole lot more, a whole lot more. I mean, look, the show is so, it's so, it's so short, we can't even compress everything that we need to talk about. Of what would be your ideal? Being an artist and having a lovely living standard. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) The big question. Um, I fully agree with with Mpumi. Sure. I I firmly believe that art is the spiritual backbone of a a progressing society. And so I think it's important for artists to find themselves or put themselves in spaces that serve them. Um, for me personally, I recently left an uh, an agency uh, job that I had for for a couple of years, um, and as Pumi mentioned, like these these things aren't easy, and I don't think they're meant to be. Um, but yeah, I, I just I took the plunge and I and I and I left, I quit, um, and it was very difficult because it's it's not it's not easy to quit a job that um doesn't have tangible reasons to leave like it, it wasn't a toxic work environment the colleagues weren't problematic it was a good space to to fuel my creativity and 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 work on my writing muscle but um spirit just said that this this space is no longer safe for 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 the thing that was um resting beneath the words and so when i took my big plunge uh I think I just found solace in the fact that I've done it firstly because it is indeed a a tough thing to do. Um, And you you kind of, when you are in the process of being brave, you, you are barely aware of it. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think I think that's the point as well. Like I, the thing about intuition is that the point is to get from point A to point B, but there aren't any steps in between. It's it's a leap, it's a jump. You don't know if you're gonna rest on the edge of, of point B or it's it's not meant to be this cut out, rigid, structured thing. So yeah, I think the way in which, so I, I quit my job in, in January um, of this year and I'm in a much, much more freeing space now uh, which isn't to say that I don't feel lost mm-hmm. at times because I, I will say that the, the feeling of, of feeling free and feeling lost can look very much alike.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, it, it can, yeah, when you're lost really in, in my world, um, I found myself feeling lost in, in the world of just writing and literature, but then it occurred to me in hindsight that to be lost is just to be in in a state where you are carving your own path. Uh, because with with poetry, especially, um, we have a lot of these these classics and examples of what good poetry is, and all these you know Shakespearean kind of um, poems that are out there that we are encouraged to aspire to. Um, but I think once you once you take yourself out of these guardrails that society has put you in, you will find yourself in the middle of nowhere. But that's the true work is is is, is found in the middle of nowhere because that where the guardrails lead you to. Are spaces that have already been discovered, have already yeah. been explored, and so once you feel lost and you feel like there isn't a reference to use to continue forth, that's where you carve your path. And I think it's important to then put yourself in spaces that serve you, because to carve your path it can be softening as well. It doesn't yeah. have to be this hard fighter kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I think once you know the thing that 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 is your lifeline, as Cook Sister mentioned earlier, yeah. that this thing that you can breathe through and and just have when you need to go within yourself um you just find spaces that that hold it with the same integrity and delicacy um and among the lilies has been that space for me uh, since 2017 actually is where when i started sharing my poetry um on this platform that Mbumi has created for us and yeah I, i mean back then we were the event would be held in uh we were meeting up in like lofts in Maboneng and just you know just these small intimate spaces where authors would come in and exchange some words and we'd share these poems and play all this music and it has really grown into just this garden that we're all now nourishing and just playing in and also getting dirty like yeah. this this art thing I don't think it's you know, it's not meant to be all uh, as much as the the creative business side of things is important. It's also, um, significant to remember that we are playing. Yeah. We're, we're here to
0: play. I think I, n- I just now need to, to, to quickly before we wrap up, before we wrap up, because I would, I would also love information in regard to, um, the Good ladies. Event. Coming to you, Cook Sister, I yeah. think, you know what, looking at you and going to the UK, best decision, especially where arts is, is concerned, because mm. I mean, they're all, I mean, not that we're not open minded in Africa, but it's just a little bit of a challenge when it comes to the arts. What would be your ideal?
3: Um, I, I think I say this a lot, but the ideal would be a reality where I don't have to keep leaving this place that I'm from uh-huh. in order to experience myself as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I've I've always been a creative, I've always been this way, I've always made wild decisions, I've always chosen the path not taken, but I, I think I would like to be able to, to think about the, my future and think about a home here in Joburg and somewhere where I can plant trees and, you know, drive my son to school and pick him up and, you know, have a bookshelf that I won't have to keep lugging my books around in suitcases and things. Um, I would like to be flown out from my country the way other artists are. I don't want to have to repress this way that I express myself in order to be palatable to people who are supposed to understand me because I am like you. Yeah. you know, I think it's just that I've had an upbringing that has made me think and, and speak and make stuff differently. But the reality is that I want to be at home. And I never stop coming here. I spend all my free time in South Africa. Um, it's just that, like you know, I can't make money here, and that's really frustrating. So the ideal is when, yeah, I guess Cook Sisters flown out from Joburg to go and do her shows in London, in New York, That'll in wherever great. else. Yeah.
0: So just to wrap it up, ladies, um, the event. Let's just um, let's get some insight where to go, what
1: time. Okay, cool. So the event is called Ode to the Woman. It's happening at the Constitution Hill Women's Jail, which is quite poetic when you think about the history of the space and what we're going to be doing with women today. It starts at 12 p.m. and it ends at five, at, at ten, 10 Sorry, So it starts at 12 p.m. and then it ends at um, 10 p.m. Um, tickets are available at the door and on Quicket. Uh, for 150 so please do come through. Like we said, there will be a market. We have a beautiful market that's being set up as we speak. Cook Sisters performing, uh, Pilile is performing, Mum Thug is performing, a lot of other DJs are performing. Um, yeah, you can get your tickets on Quicket. You'll find us at Constitution Hill Women's Jail today. Um, all people are welcome. I think some people have thought that this uh, event is for women only. So all humans uh, who are over the age of 18 are welcome. So, men, women, everyone that's ready to spend their money on the women, please come. Um, I want them to have lots of money by 10 p.m. today. So, please come and put the money in your pockets. Um, Enjoy their gifts. Um, Come for the Art Exhibition Walkabout at 12.30 p.m. with the curator, Penina.
0: Um, Yeah. Thank Uh, you so much, ladies. Thank you so much. Jets at breakfast. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. All the very best. Have fun. And hopefully the event goes perfecto. Perfect. Thank you, thank you thank for you. having us. Mpumi Maysa in the studio, Pili Lenkabinde, as well as Cook sister and of course, um, it's going to be quite a blast this afternoon today, 12 p.m. at the Women's Jail at Constitution Hill, among the lilies, and of course, there's going to be a beautiful market. Ladies, thank you so much for coming through.
2: Thank you, and thank bye you. for now. And thank it's time. You.
0: Yes, um, stand by for news coming top of the hour.